What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Fit, Healthy, and Most of All Happy Podcast. I'm your coach and host, Josh, here with his co-host and co-coach, KG. Yeah, yeah, and I'm in the house. And we're coming at you with seven of the hottest current fitness trends. You know, we took these from TikTok, from the people we know that watch TikTok. I made a conscious effort myself not to get on there. Like, I've been on all the socials. I do all this stuff and i'm like okay i gotta cut it somewhere so i personally haven't been on there but i know it's become such a big thing and just recently i actually read an article that most gen z's actually use tiktok like google which is absolutely crazy like you they will search there as opposed to google and it's just it's amazing to see how things have changed and i think tiktok has done a lot of good as well as a lot of bad there's definitely some intriguing things on there there's some weird trends you know it's quick it's punchy and when you're competing from attention you are going to get a whole wide array of different sources right however like you know even before we jumped into this and what inspired this is my personal experience of going to the gym i've been going forever you know i'd say when i started there'd probably be 20 dudes and one girl right if even that now i'd say it's getting pretty darn close to 50 50 and even before you know when there would be that one girl or maybe a couple girls it'd be everyone on the treadmill you know you hear the term cardio bunnies and you know every girl would say oh i'm kind of scared if i lift weights i'm gonna get bulky and it's just amazing to see that tide uh, change and i've even seen people who i can tell are newer to the gym especially girls coming in getting strong like lifting with perfect form you know doing really awesome exercises and like really calculating workouts and I'm like wow you know like if this is the effect of social media I think that's phenomenal because even for us like I think a lot there's a lot of kickback from the legends of the day like the bodybuilders and the pros and all those things of people just coming onto YouTube and making accessible content right and people are like oh you need to see it from personal trainer but I think once people started to realize that they saw the benefit and that's why we actually made a ton of how-to videos and that's kind of how we got our start right so I do have a respect for it at the same time and there's a lot of great things in this list there's some things on this list that we're like eh you know we're not crazy about but we took seven of them and we we're so excited to jump into it uh anything you want to say before i jump into number one no buddy i'm fired up let's do it all right numero uno is uh annabella lucinda's ab workout so I say this one person, I honestly don't even know who she is. I haven't even Googled her yet. I just saw her ab workout. I saw it was really trendy and it was going a long way. And you'll see a lot of this of XYZ's workout, right? And the benefit of it. So I want to kind of talk more about my thoughts towards this. So I like challenges. I always have, you know, I thought it was really fun. I actually kind of kicked off with P90X. I thought it was a great attitude to kind of jump into it. And I think there's something to be said about when you're just starting off and you're a beginner and you don't even know where to do or what to do anyways. Like it's really daunting. It's hard to jump in the gym and just start figuring it out and making it make sense. So I do see a lot of merit in so-and-so like kind of creating something where you can jump into it. You can build and establish some form of routine as we'll kind of cover with this in the next following two. So for her, her ab workout is uh, essentially just, uh, where is it right here? I have it. Okay, so it's 100 bicycles, 75 scissor kicks, 75 leg raises, plank until failure, 3 by 10 weighted hanging crunches, 3 by 10 hanging crunches, 3 static hold on decline bench until failure. So This is fine. There's nothing wrong with this. It's just, I think it can be like a temporary fix to like a long-term solution, especially if you don't know what to do. Like it appeals to the need for most people to want abs because that's what a lot of people want. I remember I used to do orientations for the gym I worked at 
And everyone would come in. I'd try and give them solid advice and say, you know, you can start with these machines, trying to advance, you know, toward to this area. And they'd say, okay, what do I do for abs? Which machine gives me abs? Is this the machine? Okay, perfect. So I just do this machine. And I'm like, oh, man, you know, because with all ab workouts, you can do them all you want, but you're not really going to see visual changes without changing your diet unless you're already a really lean person, right? Like you need to have like a lower body fat as a man. We always say kind of like 12% is kind of that golden guideline. And women need to be like, you know, 20, 18 somewhere in there everyone has different kind of genetics but you could do crunches till you're black and blue but it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to have abs and yes you'll feel it yes it's a burn yes it's an exercise but similar to this i made the same mistake i started by doing a lot of abs you know i was just like everyone else and it's just really easy to cluster a ton of ab exercise together but where this is bad is if you do this and neglect the big things right like strength training composition training all these other things and just jump into doing abs when you go to the gym and then maybe one of the cardio challenges we jump into. So this to me just looks like a clustering of movements. You know, I do like that you are getting a wide array. You know, I wish there was a little bit more oblique work in here. Um, and I guess you get a little bit with bicycles, which is good. So at least it's pretty well-rounded. I see how the appeal of how it's like a fun challenge. I used to love uh, on YouTube eight-minute abs. I still do. I recommend it. It's a ton of crunches. goes a long way. And it's just a great way to kind of add that in. Um, also, the P90X abs to me is phenomenal. And it is fun having like that clustering of movements to do together and to have that challenge and to get stronger with it and improve your core like that is important for strength but this should be done after composition and composition should be your focus you need to focus on you know we say like the 20 percent that will get you 80 percent of the results not the other way right like this shouldn't be 80 percent of your workout because i don't even know if it'll get you 20 percent of your results to wear abs so you know it can be a fun challenge you can implement them but also too you want to be on a regimented uh you know and just powerful routine if you're just jumping around doing challenges just every workout and random stuff you're not going to be able to build and grow within those exercises and be more masterful of them you know it's just not really going to be beneficial for you it's like if every day you tried a different sport like it's cool you might have a good time but you're never going to get that opportunity and that expertise to get very skilled within it man that was so well said and you know I'm, I'm glad you know you didn't just say hey here's the ab workout but you gave so many different uh insights for every single person here and that's what's cool about podcasting youtube and everything versus like tiktok tiktok is like a quick little hey here's this and a lot of people don't get that full picture and that's where it's tough because you have to be so punchy and you know a lot of times people get the wrong idea with a lot of things and that's where it does get tough with stuff like that and that's why we love you know even just youtube we're like hey let's go back to youtube because we have such a powerful way to talk to someone about form instead of just like boom 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 where like you can't really address these full situations but that was so well said uh, i'm going to jump into number two which is just profi and that is simply protein mixed with coffee you know we all know that breakfast is the most important meal of the day um, you know macronutrients that compose of just you know it just makes such a big difference right like when you actually hit protein in the morning it's going to help keep you satisfied it's going to help you you know just maintain focus all morning long like just body composition so many different things right so i do see the appeal for a lot of people like i will say if you are very low on protein and you need to find ways to get it in and boost your protein all the power to you um i personally have never mixed coffee and protein together uh i get a sufficient amount just from you know my regular breakfast alone which is either my smoothie my oatmeal or my greek yogurt um i personally really like the taste of coffee as well and i can't say that i'd love the thought of just like you know taking my protein and mixing it in there and just i don't know maybe the texture would be a bit off uh once again maybe i'll come back and try it and say hey this is the coolest thing in the world but yeah just i mean hey like once again no judgment there if you're someone who wants to add it in and if it's just a good way if like you're like hey i'm 25 grams short on protein each day no matter what i do and whatever i 
try and this is a nice way to get it in, um, then that's cool. But you know, for me personally, when I have my breakfast, which is once again, I'll put a scoop of protein in my oatmeal and it's nice because it just, you know, really doesn't affect anything, doesn't mess with the texture. It's literally the exact same. Whereas the smoothie in the exact same scenario is very, very similar uh, as well. So that's personally why I just have those uh, beliefs and those thoughts. But yeah, you know, it's, it's cool. Not ne- definitely not like a net negative. It's not like something that's like, oh, it's going to harm you or anything. Just not, you know, it's more of a preference thing for this one, I'd say. Yeah, Kyle nailed it, knocked it out of the park there. Like, I totally agree. I don't like diluting things I really love and like just mixing them for the sake of convenience. Uh, like with oatmeal to me, I find it tastes great. Like I can't say I wake up every day craving oatmeal by itself. I like that combination for me with the peanut butter. And I find sometimes when you mix things, it's better. Saying so, I've had a few clients that have started implementing this and they're like, it's so easy for me to hit my protein now. It's such a quick breakfast. Like I'm right out the go and at least I'm getting in like 25 grams of protein right away with my caffeine it's like the perfect pre-workout and like i think that's cool too like even i know people that will throw creatine in there creatine is another amazing uh you know trend that kind of well not so much a trend it's been a thing that's always been good but it's been highlighted by tiktok which is pretty cool so i think that's been awesome as well aside from the prices getting jacked up and kind of shot through the roof that's a little bit tough but it is beneficial there so i and you know like kyle said what i think is important what i think is intriguing is I've never tried it. He's never tried it. And like, it is fun to try these things. And I think where there is merit in this is it can be exciting trying new things in your journey and you can find what you really like and what sticks with you. And, you know, I think there's a perfect segue into number three, which is the 12 30 method. And before I even jump into this, I remember my father's friend he had one friend that used to go to the gym he was really strong he could bench like two plates i remember he's like a bigger looking guy like he looked jacked right his name was kyle funny enough actually but i remember him saying and he repeated it to my dad and then my dad said it to me when i was a kid like i wasn't working out or anything but he always said you know whenever he needed to lose weight or burn fat he just go on a really high incline um you know just cardio walk on the treadmill just high incline walking right and it always stuck in my head and that was always my default list like always, whenever I would do a cut, when I got ready for the show, like to me, I liked it because it's very low uh, intensity. It's very low impact, but it also like it tires you out. It is sneaky. So what the 12330 is, is the 12 stands for a 12% grade incline on the treadmill. That is a beefy incline. Like that is pretty serious. Like you're walking up a steep hill. Three is three miles per hour. And then for 30 minutes, right? And it sounds easy walking for 30 minutes. I know a lot of people would say that. You will sweat. It is surprising. So I normally do about a six incline walk for about 20 minutes, kind of as like a cool down when I do do a list cool down or cardio, if you will. Um, and I like it, but I do find it's hard. And like I've been trying to crank it up to seven, eight or nine and I finally do it for 10 minutes and I start working it down. So I've been trying to challenge myself through that. And this is actually a fun one I feel like to try. And, you know, I think this actually could be great merit, especially if you are looking for a, you know, a powerful cardio source to get through because it's a low intensity steady state exercise you're not really at risk at all for injury unless you roll your ankle and do something serious uh, you know knock on wood no one does anything absolutely weird doing this now and comes and blames me um, but like I do think it's a pretty good source of cardio it's a fun way of digesting it it's pretty easy you know you could just aim to do it a few times a week what I don't love about this is if this becomes your full workout like 
it's kind of a fun little set and like i think it's a great way to teach people the benefits of incline walk because i know that's something people would look past right like for most people it's either i walk to like cool down and warm up or i run like there's no in between and this kind of goes to show you there's different things you can do and that brings us into number four which is the 2572 stairmaster workout uh, so i think we have addressed this in the past and we actually did a myth busting episode we have i think one or two other episodes that we will link with a ton more myths we just want to do new ones and ones that were really relevant to like 2022 obviously when we filmed this in august we want it to be as relevant and like new as possible so we can give you not only our thoughts on them but kind of the background right because i'm sure as you're hearing us walk through some more of the background and you know our reasoning behind everything you can see how a lot of it is it depends and like probably why this is appealing to people and like i think there's a lot of appeal in a very simple and digestible thing right like if i tell you go strength train hard do a bit of cardio and do some abs it's like okay but what do I do? Right. And like, that's where it can be hard for people, but here you could start piecing that together. Right. If you follow, you know, Kyle's Colossus back workout, you do that. Then you hit up Annabelle for a sweet ab workout. And then you crush one of these cardios. Like you are going to be having a pretty gnarly workout and it. It can be a fun and simple way of digesting it. So I see that appeal and yet just the same with the Stairmaster is just, you know, the 25, seven. So instead of the treadmill, uh, you know, basically what you're doing is you're going to hop on the Stairmaster, set it to level seven for 25 minutes. And then the goal is you do this twice a week is like your more serious kind of block of cardio as an extra challenge. And, you know, just the same. I think this is a great way to get people realizing how great the Stairmaster is and how amazing of a movement it is. And, you know, it's really good too, especially when you don't have your hands on it, when you're standing up tall, when you're not slouching. So that's kind of my attitude behind these and what they are. Uh, so yeah, that's number four. Yeah, that was so well said. And I think the biggest thing, like I kind of touched on a little bit earlier is just where it's bold claims can get a lot of people and it can get them to do some, some things, you know, some things. Okay. But it won't get them the results. For example, like, you know, a lot of people try to get your attention. So you see, you know, do this, don't string train ever again. And you'll get results. Like people will be posting stuff like that, or, you know, just want abs, do this seven times mm-hmm. a week and you'll have them big and claims, big claims. And it's like a lot of times it's just, you know, it, these are great things to be doing, but they really need to like a lot of things need to be taken into consideration. You know, I will say, I, I can't say there's too many trends when it comes to nutrition, at least from like what I've seen. Um, but it would be nice. Like, and it is tough because a lot of people want something that's so exciting and that's where, you know, kind of TikTok comes and, and just takes over. Whereas like a lot of times just, you know, those consistent things and like you know being in a calorie deficit like all those other things like it's not as appealing people aren't going to share it as much you know but then they see this like crazy intense thing it's like oh okay cool so that's where it is a little bit tough and uh yeah just hopefully we're offering a lot of value as well as kind of talking you through these uh you know trends and especially you know tiktok related but even like one thing i will say quickly too is like if you're just screen sucking scrolling looking for that next interesting challenge or whatever like that's not a plan. That's kind of a hope, right? Like you're hoping the right thing comes across your screen. And these, I think, are great tools to get you going or to enhance or to spice up, right? But they shouldn't be your primary plan. And I think that's a great segue into Kyle's next one right here. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, that's going to bring us into online coaches and uh, and classes. So we've been doing online coaching for so many years now.
now. Uh, it's funny because even once like, you know, uh, COVID took place, a lot of people are like, oh, so did you just start online coaching? We're like, no, like we've actually been doing it just way longer than like, I don't know, it's been close to 10 years now, which has been really, really cool. Um, you know, we did do a lot of personal training uh, and stuff like that. And then just went full online, just fully commit, uh, fully committed. And it's been absolutely incredible. Obviously over 2,500 transformations nearing 3000 now, which is cool. But you know, once that, you know, did take place a couple of years ago, we found that online coaches just started to kind of, you know, become a cool, cool little trend, right? A lot of people just, you know, had some extra things going on and like, they weren't at work and they had some equipment at home and they, you know, we really had to adapt. It was a very unique situation, but once again, it's allowed us to help so many people. So yeah, what's cool is just seeing the fact that online coaching is just constantly getting more and more praise, you know, versus personal training. You know, you guys obviously know we have our viewpoints on that, but you know, online coaching is just, in my opinion, one of the most efficient and beneficial ways. It's a fraction of the price of personal training. We get incredible results. And what's different about this process, and it's not just because we're coaches, but because we genuinely believe in what we do. And that's why we do and consistently show up is that it's actually tailored. So everything that we're saying here is it's not just like, Hey, go follow this. It's like, Hey, you sent me your photos. You send me your measurements. You know, I can do a check-in with you every single Friday, make sure that we're on track with everything. What are you actually struggling with? And every person is so unique. And that's where it's tough with a lot of generic advice is it's not actually customized for you. And that's where it kind of gets tough. So I've kind of categorized this as online coaches and classes. Classes are definitely good. If you are someone who it's just, you, you really struggle with that motivation and you can't work out yourself. Like, and that definitely, you know, we all do struggle with motivation things here and there. Um, but I will say it is tough because then you kind of just depend on that thing just to always like, you know, just get you to work out. The only way you'll do it is if you join that class. Now I do believe there are lots of benefits to maybe getting started to make sure that, you know, just there's form and stuff there. Um, online, I would definitely say wasn't the best. I've actually done a lot of those classes in the past, just joining, you know, friends and just kind of trying to see what they're all about. And it's kind of tough because a lot of them just, you know, you just jump up and down. Like your goal is just to beat you up. And that kind of goes into the next one as well. And that's where it is a little bit um, more challenging within classes is, you know, they do have benefits to get you moving and everything like that, but it's not going to paint that full picture like an online coach would, who will actually help you with every single aspect. Um, so yeah, that's just kind of my viewpoint on those things. And uh, yeah, I'm glad online coaches definitely are getting more recognition. And uh, I just genuinely think it's the way to go. Trouble sleeping? If so, you're not alone. I'm Ashley Lambert, host of the Fairy Sleepy Podcast, where you fall asleep fast to short stories and meditations and delta wave music. You might not even make it through the entire episode before you drift off to sleep. Fairy Sleepy, fall asleep fast. Good night. So incredibly well said, right? And I think the internet has made amazing opportunity, as we mentioned, right? Like for learning and, you know, getting content and being able to apply that. Like you can learn from the greatest minds, like at the click of a button right now, which is just phenomenal. I mean, you're listening to this podcast, which is great. So you're already someone who's on top of that. And one thing I do want to say, like, you know, when you're investing in yourself, right? Like half measures, do you get half results? I'm a big believer in that. So you'll notice too, a lot of these big names will sell like just their quick hit workout or they're this or this, that. And 
you know, once again, like when you're doing half measures, you know, you're only going to get that half result, right? You need something that's truly built for you, right? And that's why with our online coaching, we start with you, right? The individual, like what's your background? Do you have any injuries? You know, what's been going on? Did you play a certain sport? Are you strong with some things, weak with others? Are you struggling with nutrition, but great with training or the opposite? When we have that info, we can work off of it. Then we get your physique photos and I can build a routine custom made for you to really make sure, you know, we're working on your weaknesses, addressing kind of your strengths as well as your wants and most importantly, your needs, like any postural deficiencies, any, uh, like I mentioned, injuries, just anything we notice that does need to be addressed. We can really approach that. Whereas when you just get a run of the mill generalized thing that, you know, it's pretty cheap and just not great quality, you're not going to be focused on it. And it could just actually make these things worse or put you in a worse off position. And that's why having that custom nature is so important. Uh, you know, even someone shared with me recently, I forget the name of it, but it was basically just like a, an online coaching thing. I think it was maybe like 150, $200 a month. Um, and you just get assigned to some trainer, they give you workouts and, you know, keep you accountable. And I checked out the reviews for it, right? And this is like a mass scaled version of it. And it, it kind of seems like a half measure because all these people are like, ah, oh, this is great. But the trainer didn't at all like address my injuries. I specifically said I couldn't do jumping. I couldn't do hit. And all they did was give me this or that or that my, you know, all these different things. And that's where, you know, you really do want to work with someone one-on-one. And that's why we really kept so much integrity and we really worked to make our online coaching the best and most effective it can be. And that's why we can guarantee results. We have over 2000 transformations and above a 98% success rate myself kyle chris armando and jason our team are all highly qualified and all highly hungry to get you the results you deserve because we care about you and we do want to see you get it and that's why by approaching this from that truly customized nature you can see those results so if you want to level up you want to take the full measure you want to take a full change in your life and not only see change for 90 days but for the rest of your life and really to learn the why behind the how go ahead and dm get started to us on instagram we're doing something crazy we're actually going to open up four spots for this at an amazing offer so if you've been wanting to level up and you want to put your money where your mouth is because when you pay for something you pay attention right when you make that investment when you see that it's serious it can click something for you it can get you engaged and when you have someone on your team you cannot fail so dm get started to us on instagram at colossus fit c-o-l-o-s-s-u-s-f-i-t to get started and that is going to bring us into number six which is hit workout slash chloe ting workout i don't know what chloe ting is but apparently she's known for this slash mini workouts so there's been a big new trend which i've seen and heard I've heard this from quite a few people. Instead of working out for an hour in a day, you're a busy individual. Do a bunch of little workouts throughout the day. You know, do a little burst to hit, get a little bit of exercise in. I I get it. I think it's cool in a perfect world. I think it's awesome. You know, you're you just you're living your life. You're by a pool. You do a bit. You do a sauna. You work it into your life. I just don't think it's as realistic. Like without the regiment, like for me, even five days a week going to the gym, dedicating that hour. I think it's totally realistic for me to dedicate one twenty fourth of my day to myself. And like what I like to remind people too is like the gym is your time like uh someone said it to me too and it really stuck in my head like when you're walking a dog i try to do make sure like even for my dog that it's his time right like this is his time in the day where he gets to explore the world and smell and go and be out and do all these different things and just the same for me too this is my time where i can listen to music just focus on lifting weights clear my head from everything else like it's very therapeutic and it's great and like i actually enjoy having that and i enjoy that challenge of consistently working that into my day and that's where i find the most benefit right like and i get there's a lot of appeal in high intensity things and doing things quick and supersetting and making it as fast as possible and just getting a sweat and mixing it in but 
I just I think it's less effective long term too because there's days where it's very hard to get in any, let alone three little ones. And it's easier to say I'd like to get in three little ones, but it'll probably turn into you doing one little five minute workout. And it's just it's not going to be as impactful. You're not going to address as much composition. You're not going to be able to build as much strength. You're going to get a good little sweat and sure. And like even for me, like. When I'm in a cut, sometimes I'll like doing, you know, five minutes of hitting a heavy bag on and off or shadow boxing or skipping or, you know, we have like we love kettlebell swings, elbow ups, all those little things. I like them as little Tabatas and I think they're good little extra intent like intensity boosters. Same with I know Pilates is being tossed around a lot like these things are good. They're good for you, but they don't they're not addressing like the need of strength training, compositional getting there, lifting heavy weights, you know, really building that strength and that foundation. So that's where I, I think they can be fun. They can be an extra a little boost you know especially if you're on a real kick and you do enjoy doing it it can be a great way especially if you're sitting all day you know get up but i know for a lot of people they won't implement this they won't want to sweat and it's just like it's it's a short-term fix it sounds cool i just think most people won't implement it right and that's why i prefer things like walks and really dedicating that set time for the gym but that's just my opinion on it what do you think kyle yeah like a bunch of mini workouts to me just sounds more just like harder to follow than just one set one where hey you're all in and i feel like a lot of times like you said like you know the thought of just having to go and do three to four however many i don't even know how many workouts it is like that you have to do throughout the day like that takes up a law right like whereas you just go there you have a set time for an hour hour 15 whatever time it is that you're using and then you're all in you're fully focused you know you're not scrolling through tiktok instagram you're there whereas like you know you got to do one at noon and then you know you got to break at three like you know and and just the whole day is kind of seems like it's like focused around that and it's kind of like in my opinion for the most part would be pretty mediocre when you are doing it because it does take a lot to get in you know into the right mindset as well and uh, when I'm taking my pre-workout and going to the gym like that's my time like Josh was saying but you know kind of like even just with the Chloe Ting I don't really know much about her I know she's quite you know famous on YouTube and everything like that but you know it kind of relates to the whole like classes side of things like there's a lot of things like if I wanted to make someone tired and make someone sweat that would be completely different like I could do that in like literally a second jump up and down for the next 10 minutes cool and that's where it is tough is like yes these things like you might feel like holy wow that was crazy like I'm sweating and everything like that but is that the most efficient thing I would definitely argue that it's not and even like one last thing I want to mention about classes before that I forgot to mention is like I do think that a lot of times like you know there's just a lot of that hoorah mentality like yeah you go you got this you got this nobody cares about form nobody's checking to see if you know you're just your back's actually straight and stuff like that and I'd say like one out of every like few of them will ever like you know address form but there's so many of them like if you're looking just for a social aspect and if you're looking for a sweat that's awesome but if you're looking to get real results if you're looking to make those good changes build some muscle lose fat like do all that other stuff that's a completely different thing so you have to kind of decide like what am I actually after and that will differentiate like kind of what's best for you um, but I argue most people are doing it for results you know and uh, and that's why obviously just uh, you know doing the strength training having the online coach you know just focus on nutrition those are the biggest and most important factors for actual results yeah 110% and that's why seven is just like more of a general mm-hmm. kind of point and that's to not overlook the basics right uh, even I when I was researching this a bit like I, I saw a headline in one of the articles I was looking at it said you know diet fads and exercise trends thrive on TikTok which could be damaging and they had a quote saying we're constantly bombarded by adverts selling us unrealistic expectations quick fixes and easy way outs in a time where we're calling out fake news it can be quite dumbfounding that certain content even passes advertising standards 
but sadly more the more people engage the wider the reach and as kyle mentioned it's just it's way easier for me to say listen pomegranate uh and you know avocados those are the two superfoods i eat them with every meal look at my abs and it's a lot easier to believe me if i look super good right and then i can say listen you want the real secret there's a third one you got to buy my program that's where people kind of come in and that's why we have no ads all the time we get nonsense on here you know all these different things waist trainers quick fixes so and so's whatever this pill that pill like you know we we don't believe in it so we don't talk about it the only thing we do talk about is our coaching which we believe in and it's not a quick fix instead it's us really optimizing that process we still do need to focus on nutrition we still do need to learn to have a healthy relationship with food and a sustainable relationship and just the same with the gym we need to find a routine that's not only going to get us results but it's going to help us not be injured and work it in with our schedule and you know that's why also having the accountability having the community these are things we further believe in right and that's why we've really established this and built around that to make sure it does work and as mentioned earlier, there are great things on TikTok. Like there are some awesome stuff, but also you have to keep in mind, as I mentioned, there is a lot of appeal of wanting a quick fix because why would I diet and you know focus on my nutrition and say no to a few things and work on my sleep and water intake when I could do some crazy exercise? Uh, there's some one I came across to uh, I forget what it is. Uh, it's something okay. The intense abdominal exercise on people's TikTok for you pages. The idea is to jerk your chest and hips forward. And then backwards very quickly while twisting <laughs> culminating in a sort of dance which aims to target ab muscles and promises to reduce belly fat and form a slimmer waist like the other problem too is like there's a lot of children on there too right and it can be to me that sounds way more cool if i just do this weird secret movement you know and like even you just got to be so aware of language right that's why we take a really a no bs approach on this podcast you know we just tell you what you need to focus on and there is no shortcut for hard work and intelligent work right i think you can work smarter and it can make it seem like you're hacking or cheating or it's easier like you know things like flexible dieting things like focusing on compounds you know it's scheduling right like all these things are hacks and they are beneficial but you have to avoid these really like appealing things you know because even right now, if I told you, like, listen, there's a secret. It's being suppressed. Uh, you know, personal trainers don't want you to tell it because if I told you, I mean, Kyle would be out of a job, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I, I can't tell too many people about this, but I read about this in the Aztecs and it's how they built compositions and they were bigger and stronger and the Vikings used the same thing. And that movement is X, Y, Z. It's like, Ooh, you know, or Dude. this food, or you only eat fish and uh, you only eat fish. And the only thing they had available at the time, which is corn, like, you know, it just, it sounds way more appealing and it's wanting that quick fix out, but you can't right? like fitness takes hard work it's something you need to constantly work on and improve on and focus on and you know you don't want to get too sidetracked with these things so that's why we like doing these kind of episodes and i think like i said there's a lot of merit in these things too but you kind of need to understand the you know the like i said the the why behind the how like what's the logic behind it where can these things be worked in intelligently and where can they not so if you enjoy our content and this is really helpful you know please share with a friend especially if you got someone in your life who's in that tiktok a lot or if you are a tiktok or anything like that you know shout out a lot of people i know are shutting us out there which is amazing that really does mean a ton uh so yeah feel free to share this to your story share it to your tiktok whatever you want um it means a lot and um leave a review if you haven't already that really helps us grow get out to more people lots of opportunity there we actually got featured by spotify which was super freaking cool we'll talk more about that on monday but yeah i just want to say thank you everyone for tuning in and if you have more trends or things you want us to address please let us know if not we have our previous episode and or episode i can't remember if we did too linked in the top of this one
Yeah, 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 